You're listening to the Electronic Media Collective Podcast Network. Yeah, it's a mouthful. For more great shows like the one you're about to enjoy, visit electronicmediacollective.com. And now, our feature presentation. So I had no interest in seeing this one at all. It's on the schedule because of Movie Guys. Wasn't for Movie Guys, would not be seeing this movie. But I got a lot to talk about. Eric, how the hell are you? I'm doing great. I'm, all puns aside, because I know I should save them now throughout right. this episode, because there's going to be a few. But mm-hmm. I don't understand. You didn't grow up with the cartoon, so my excitement was a bit more because this was one of the movies that I grew up with. I have two sisters. And we also, I would uh, think, have a Disney expert with us, uh, the lovely Sarah. Sarah, how are you? Hey. I'm good, thanks. And uh, would you say that you're kind of a Disney uh Oh, yeah. Aficionado? Uh, born and raised on Disney, you know, love me a good princess story. Uh, was reticent about this movie uh, because I am not a fan of the Disney live action remakes, but was pleasantly surprised at what I got. Hmm. Now, this is the issue because Disney has, uh, we can assume, run out of ideas. And now they have gone to the live action remakes of their all of their classics, it seems. Like they're just going right down the list. Yeah. And I don't think this is a good thing. Even with a lot of their bigger hits, like Lion King and the cartoon, obviously a massive hit. Aladdin, massive hit. Mm-hmm. Not so much with the live actions. Not Dumbo. Dumbo was horrible live action, right? Yeah. Um, even with the names, because they're trying to get big names on this. Guy Ritchie doing Aladdin, Tim Burton doing Dumbo. They're trying to, to get that star power in. It's now, working. my wife will fight you, though. She would fight you that Beauty and the Beast, however, may not be better than the cartoon, was still pretty good live action. Hmm. It was a shot-for-shot remake of the animated show movie, uh, which was also a almost shot-for-shot remake of the stage play. So I could not get... As much okay. as I love uh, Emma, Emma Watson, um, could not get on board with her being Belle. Oh, man, I thought she was perfect as Belle. I, I agree with Sarah. I really couldn't get on board. I couldn't get past, I guess, maybe just as who. I wouldn't say that a unknown would have done better or a bigger mm-hmm. star or lesser star would have done worse or anything like that. Um, it, it just didn't work for me. I'm not saying that she did a bad job. I'm just saying um, it just me didn't, it just didn't work, I guess. I, the, the range wasn't there. She just kind of has the same view look, but that's I'm digging now, and that's necessary. <laughs> well, the question is, with if it didn't work or not, does this movie work? Um, okay, so here we go, right off the bat. I am not a Disney guy. I did not grow up watching Disney. I said this to my wife last night, and I hate to drag this on, but I this is the ones I've not seen. I've not seen Cinderella, Snow White, Bambi. I've not seen Jungle Book. I've not seen Lady and the Tramp. I have not seen Mulan, like just to name a few. Like I have not seen those movies. So I did not see the animated movie to prepare for this because I wanted to come into it fresh. A um, lot of questions with it, but right off the bat, I was like, Sarah, oh, I actually watched this in one sitting. I thought it was going to take me a week. I enjoyed this flick. That's actually comforting to, to hear. I, and I'm I, surprised. <laughs> I, I like that, um, actually, there was a lot of thoughts, and Sarah and I had actually talked about this, uh, wondering if you not seeing or having grown up with the original, with um, 
the cartoon, I should say, would have affected your judgment? I think it wouldn't have affected my judgment because throughout the movie, I was asking my wife, okay, now, was this a part of the animated? Is this a part of the animated? She said yes. She said no. Uh, the yin and yang part, the evil witch, as you will in this one, is not in the animated movie from what my wife told me, but I think that's a mistake. They should have put they should have had that character in the animated. I love this yin and yang with the witch. I actually wish she was played by the same actress who was playing Mulan. I thought that would have been a nice uh, contrast of interest there. Um, this movie is beautiful. And what I mean by that is the cinematographer should get an Oscar for it. This thing is flawless. Yeah. Right there, off the bat. There were a lot of shots that were um, stand out to me. One was right after the avalanche, and there's a moment where Mulan is on her knees and the army is just kind of, there and you get kind of this shadowy kind of haze that goes over the shot just mm-hmm. i you know just one thing I, I really enjoyed it too um but with all that being said uh sarah did you have to compare this movie to to the cartoon at all like going into it no um i had heard that it was going to be quite a bit different um i did watch a trailer before i saw the movie and like i mean already off the bat she has a sister in this one she's an only child in the the animated one oh. uh, so there are already quite a few differences um and based on that knowing that this movie wasn't going to have sort of the musical aspect to it and it wasn't going to have that sort of disney-fied uh mushu character uh, I was going into it kind of expecting it to be a totally different movie, which is, I think, is why I enjoyed it as much as I did. I make sure I go with Sarah that one. Yes. Yes. Because I'm not into the Disney stuff. I'm not into the musical. So I think I've been bored. You know mm. what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. I totally I don't like the Phoenix, though, because oh, they're trying to make this a realistic you. movie. <laughs> and then we get a Phoenix thing. But there are some issues that I have with it. Like, I wanted to start off with it saying that this movie. Uh, was was beautifully shot. I love love uh, the panning shots of the tall grass. This looks great. Um, Those rolling gripes. red hills, maybe. Rolling there you go. Um, don't like the family at all. Uh, very generic. Very one note. Um, I know it's a part of the time period of you know women have to you know get arranged marriages and all that stuff so that that part didn't bother me because that's a part of this part of history but um bland this very bland family you guys share my opinion on that one eric do you share your my opinion Uh, yeah no yeah i i mean it's just kind of typical i guess they really didn't have to be anything because they're the the unit that's weighing her down you know they are the normal they are the expected you know, play by the rules. Um, what did they say? Something like uh, know your role, or uh, you know, think something like that. Yeah, but isn't 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 the father stereotypically in these kind of movies? It's what it's the supposed, one that's supposed to be. To, yeah, and but it's the mother that wants her to uh, to 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 settle down and find a man. I mean, right? Because that's how it traditionally is. You know, like the father's no, no daughter of mine. You know, but he kind of embraces what she does. Uh, Gene also says there's nothing called chi. Uh, in the original, so that's correct as well. There's no, there's no such thing as chi. No, which was something that this is. So we watched it a second time yesterday because we watched it right when it came out. Um, okay. And I, I didn't catch it. I don't think then, but this time, every time she sort of used her chi, there was that sort of fuzziness behind her, like, oh look, I'm doing a thing. Uh, mm. I did not care for that. Um, I thought that was just dumb. <laughs> 
Well, I mean, I mean, she's the force, right, guys? Clearly, yeah. Yeah. I mean, everybody I, I say has that with a heavy breath. Audience. It, it's true. Gina got annoyed. She was like, ah, Star Wars again. I was like, it's true. Everybody has some sort of the force when they're born. It's just if you can use it or it's it's mm -hmm. the midichlorians. Now that's hold, exactly what this is. I have a question actually for you for you both then, because now we're we're at a a point where Star Wars has breached so far into out of you know the normal area. So it, it has dozens of movies now, TV shows and just everything. It spans worldwide, right? Is there going to be a a point in kind of society or like a, the, the pop culture, I should say, where there's going to be like that Star Wars element where it is broke through kind of whatever ceiling there is. And it is the bar that gets compared to everything, you know? No, no. I just because um, kind of like a Simpsons did it type of thing where it's just sure. Like, oh, I see no Star Wars. Probably, but for this movie, it's not warranted. The only reason why I say that is just because my wife told me that she is not at all in the original movie, so why even have that in here? It gives them the reason as to why she is special, why as a woman she can have these like amazing fighting powers, which is the same. The witch has chi. Uh, some of the commanders in the army kind of speak to it. Um, I think it's sort of touched on that maybe the empire emperor has it um but i think they're using it as a way to say you're special and it's only because you have chi that's why you can fight this way does she fight strong like this or have crazy powers in the animated movie no she is a normal person who just goes to the camp can't fight just like everybody else and sort of earns her way into the army by you know, doing all of the tasks and becoming a better fighter. There is okay, no so, okay, so I agree with Sarah on that. Cheese bullshit then. Because <laughs> because because if you're going to say, okay, we're gonna we're gonna redo Mulan, we're gonna make it live action, but we're gonna take Mushu out, we're gonna take Christina Aguilera's song out, we're gonna make this realistic and honor Chinese culture. It sounds like the original so far is winning. Because if you want to tell a strong, female-driven character piece about uh, coming from nothing, rising up, and becoming a badass Ripley character, then why have this make-believe chi, then, if it's not in the original? I'm on, I'm on Sarah's team on that one. That's, that's kind of bullshit. The original had a few elements, though, because the demographic was already set. Disney cartoon and now you have your first or one of your first no this is the uh i guess the the non-white princess mm -hmm. yeah yeah so oh, this was the first one no no pocahontas was she Ooh. was pocahontas before pocahontas, or after pocahontas is a dc princess that, that is came she out before or after mulan? Mulan. mulan came out in 98 all right and when pocahontas, pocahontas came out was that? like 90 94 95 yeah. We'll we'll get a fact check on that, but for now I'll, we'll go along with it. But either way, not too many in the in the field already, and this is another one to add to it, right? Um, a non-American, how about that then, Jordan? Okay, not American. Well, Pocahontas, she's Native American. Correct. So okay. I, I stand by my statement. Uh, Pocahontas came out in 1995, and Mulan okay. came out in 1998. We got it. But anyway, what I'm trying to say is that there was draw to it from a certain demographic. You're gonna, the kids are going to take uh, their parents to see it, and words just going to kind of uh, spread that way through two generations, right? And this movie is probably okay. uh, no different. It's going to cater to a certain demographic. Although um, I think we had talked that it was PG-13. 
It is PG. Yeah, this is not for my little girl. I can tell you that. Probably because of the uh, suggested violence that is in this movie, right? Yeah, no blood. But okay, okay. So going off of my my gripe about how I thought the family was one note, and also some other gripes that I had, I had some other big gripes in this one. Clearly, she's a woman throughout the <laughs> whole thing. You know what I mean? There was no. Uh, what's that? What's that one movie with Amanda Bynes when she tries to be- become a guy and she's playing soccer? <laughs> she's the man. Uh, she's the man, yeah. right? She's obviously a a, a girl. Uh, obvious. She's mm-hmm. obviously a girl in this. I mean, like she tries to do that stereotypical deep voice. She doesn't shower for weeks because somehow dirt mask like makes her look masculine. I it's terrible, 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 terrible. It took me out of the movie a lot when she was training because I'm like. Are all these soldiers stupid? I mean, clearly that's a female. Right? She wasn't, oh. she wasn't showering because she didn't want to be seen naked with all the other men. That's she, why it, she it didn't want to be seen yeah, naked. It was a privacy okay. thing. Yeah. See, I thought she didn't they, want to shower because of the dirt on her face. No. But okay. No. And okay. they kind of did yeah. they did that in the animated one too. Uh she oh, they goes did. and kind of does her own thing and gets interrupted and it's a, a whole laugh because you know, she's a girl. Well, in uh, uh, yeah, in the movie, there's the uh, the lake scene. I guess we can call it that, mm-hmm. where she uh, kind of goes into the water, kind of in her own private time, and tries to to wash up. And at the same time, uh, the the Lee Shang character, uh, the her her opposite, her romantic opposite, confronts her as a, a comrade in war, as a man, and she's very obviously uh, standoffish and, and just rude to him. And then there's they have a bit where the rest of the army joins them. They kind of did the same thing here without the, without the comedy bit um, mm-hmm. into it. But I mean, this is a, you, you know, already going into the, the dress hub, Jordan, that she's a woman. So maybe that just kind of ruins. No, the, it, just kind it, of like, it, it, with the, uh, like uh, just one of the guys, you know, like in that kind of the same. All right. Remember no, that movie? Remember that? Paul no, I do remember the guy. I, I, I'm actually going to disagree with you on that. It's not because she was a woman that makes me have my disbelief that she's, not pretending to be it's not that it's just she herself as a character really does nothing to 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 hide the fact that she's a woman because we know they say that 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 uh that if a woman is found punishment is death like yeah. that's some high fucking stakes she doesn't try to cut her hair she doesn't try to do not makeup makeup but you know something you know to make her look more masculine to 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 try to hide it throughout the whole movie i'm like that's clearly a check and and, and ladies for the record if i have a pool in the backyard and i'm in there naked eric's not going to strip down with his twig and berries and just try to have a conversation with me that doesn't you don't know that if you're naked too (laughs) it was not what what do you mean what do you mean (laughs) Jordan, that was a gentle moon out that night, okay? The apple blossoms were in bloom, and everything was just right. And sometimes you just got to kiss the girl. Wait, wrong movie. <laughs> Come on. This is 1,500 years ago. Maybe cultural norms have shifted. No, I'm not I'm not saying there's any homosexual stuff. I'm just saying. Neither am it's I. Just, I'm just saying, like, well, that's weird. Like, you know, like, I would. Oh, oh, hey, Eric, you're taking a shower. Okay, bud. See you later. I mean, like, this gonna... is. I mean, back then, you know, the showers weren't a thing. You know, you, you went to a river. They said hit the showers. 
They did. And that bothered me thinking like, there are no showers in this time period. Let's all go jump in the lake and clean ourselves off. We are not going to take showers. What is the time period? It gives it in to say. It's feudal Japan, Japan, Jordan, or China. The the original legend that this is based, that both movies are based off of was written about 1500 years ago. Oh, okay. So not that long ago. 400, 680. (laughs) Gotcha. Okay, so how old is Mulan supposed to be? Eighteen? Eighteen? Maybe? Okay. Old enough to get married? Okay, okay. Okay, so here's here's another gripe. Stupid gripe. Small, nitpicking. Gina's going to be mad because she told me not to bring it up, but I think it's a good, valid point. Uh, Menstruation, how's she going to hide that shit? Uh, I mean, maybe she's gonna GI Jane it, and she just doesn't get her period because she's working out so hard. I did not see her GI Jane it at all because she has chi, mm. right? So she doesn't need to GI Jane it. Mm, fair. She already has the I strength. That's a valid point. I'm watching the movie and I'm like, how old is she supposed to be? She she looks like a female. She's not hiding anything. Listen, Jordan. Uh, okay. We're yes. talking about a, a time where it was just a dirty time. They're in training. For the in the in the Imperial Army, okay, guys are getting cut all the time. People are getting hurt left and right. She'll just throw that in with the bin with the rest of them or with the towels, and okay. we won't speak of it. I think that's a legitimate question, though. I but no, okay. I I get you, but again, you know, kind of suspend the disbelief when she was able to, as a little girl, float on top of the the donut housing that she lived in. But I can't do that because this movie is trying so hard to make me not have my suspension of disbelief. It's trying to tell me, no, this is an actual thing. This happened. Yeah, but I'm, I'm, you know, you're asking it's, it's, that. The, the 12-year-old girl watching this is not asking that. Or maybe she okay. is. I get. I, I guess it's around that, that age. You know, the 8-year-old girl is not going to ask that when who's watching this movie. Well, I'm not trying to ask that either. I'm just I'm just trying to say that let's just let's just get the menstruation thing out. I'm just saying in general this movie is 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 hitting on some notes and it's missing on a lot because I feel this is two movies. Like I feel the director's really trying to make a serious movie about uh, the strength of women, women's rights, women's issues, blah 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 blah. And then also I don't know what other movie I'm trying to make here. I think I got to do what Disney tells me to do. That's my issue, you know. And it's like there's no, there's no drama that's pulling me in to going, yeah, Mulan, get it. Like you know, like I, there was nothing I get to you. hype me. I'm still, I'm still feeling that this is not for the demographic, sir. If you were watching this as a ten year old, would you feel differently? Oh, good question. Like the live action <laughs> one. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't know. This uh, I don't really get the the like girl power vibe off of this movie. I know they're trying to do it, but it's not something that I I really get strongly from it. Um, I think that that's the reason Jordan you brought up earlier. You know, what if the the witch character was like, you know, the all or the played by the same uh, actress as Mulan? Uh, but I think she's supposed to represent like the older. Um, you know, role model for Mulan as you're a woman, you have chi, this is what you can achieve um, if you kind of go the way of the good instead of the bad. But I, yeah, I didn't really get the feminist feel out of this, but it might be because I already saw the animated one and I uh, was already expecting what happened. But Sarah, does this movie need 
to have that raw woman appeal to it. Does this movie need that, or am I trying to find something in this movie that's just not there? I think you're looking a little too hard. Am I? Okay. All right. Fair enough. Good point, then. <laughs> I lost that battle. <laughs> <laughs> um, I like the cast of characters that she has. Um, I don't know any of their names, uh, like uh, the little group of soldiers that she's mm-hmm. with, her little platoon. They're all fun. Uh, they do their part. You know, you have the buffoon, you have the cheater, you have the big brawn guy, and you have the lo- uh, love interest. Your, your, your typical cast of characters when it comes to that, I thought they were completely fine. Uh, they didn't add anything or, or take anything away. They were fine. Mm-hmm. No, you have the um, same characters in the, in the cartoon, and they had the same purpose. Same purpose, just to be there as supporting characters. Well, they're, they're the relief. They're the the other people that you care about. You know, they're the team. They're your your backup. You know, your hype crew. And you know, you, you'd care about them. They're the sidekicks. They care about them just as much because they elevate the hero. Okay. Okay. So now with back with Chi real quick. So uh, help me out with uh, either of you guys here. So Chi is something that everybody's born with, but. Women in this world, do they are they themselves born with chi, uh, but and they know it and they and they suppress it or like is the witch and like Mulan like you know like rare like women are actually not born with chi. Is this like a dude thing, or is literally everybody? I don't born know. With I thought this was kind no of like idea. an like an X gene type of thing. Okay, she's like an X man then. I, I mean, I that's. It doesn't explain anything, so I would just assume that either you're born with it or without it. Well, no, because they said everybody has chi. That's what the general or whoever, uh, yeah, but I mean, said everybody's born with chi, so everybody means everybody, right? Sure, sure, but uh, some people are are born like who are more sensitive to it, more more able to handle it. You know, those people who are, I guess, you know, able. So if you want to go with everyone has chi, sure, you know. And, you know, that's what deja vu is, or, you know, kind of that silly thing. Um, but, yeah, just like a lottery, some people are born just more with it. You know, there are there are your, your Skywalkers and your normals. Okay. All right. Is this movie missing Mushu? Does this movie need a Mushu? I'd say no. Sarah? Uh, I would say no. I think that's what they were trying to do with the Phoenix. Obviously, it wasn't a comedic relief. But I felt like the Phoenix was the ancestor. It shows up at random times when she needs help. It is a ridiculous animated sort of feel to it that I really didn't like. Oh, yeah. Um, Disliked the Phoenix immensely um, in this whole thing. Uh, So I don't don't think it needed a Mushu. I do enjoy that character very much in the original, though. Well, I mean, we don't get anything even with the witch. I mean, like, she's this badass character. And then, you know, she she has a little scuffle with Mulan, but she is like, okay, well, guess what? You know, I'm not going to kill you kind of thing because you're not true or whatever. And, and then she ends up uh, saving the day, so to speak, if we're jumping. But it's like that character was <sighs> – that character didn't grow for me just because in a stereotypical movie, if you start off as an asshole and you die – by saving the hero doesn't mean that you have arc, you know, wrong place, wrong time, bud, I guess, you know, like 
the witch thing was a disappointment because I liked the idea of the witch. I liked the yin and yang. I just wish they did a lot more with her, a lot more of a struggle, maybe a lot more past with her. Again, maybe I'm asking way too much for this fucking movie, but I got into it. <laughs> and actually, Gina, again, Gina was surprised that I sat through the whole thing. So, like, got this more, is not my kind of thing. We got more from the enemy, though, the Bor the Khan guy. Um, we got more from him and his backstory because that is what the evil guy's angle is. That's why we needed that. Uh, with her, though, I feel that we didn't need it because it her purpose, although questionable at first, I didn't know what it was, really just was to move this movie along. It was... It gave them a lot of excuses to do a lot of things. Well, speaking of excuses, I'm going to have an excuse by cracking open a beer. Sarah, you brewed beer with me. I did. We had a great time with it. I thoroughly enjoyed brewing beer. And you yourself who are listening can brew beer yourself with MrBeer.com. Use the special Movie Guys promo code AFLDJYH, and you can get 15% off. Your first order, you can brew any kind of beer you want from a light lager all the way to a dark coffee stout like Eric and Sarah and I brewed. So check out MrBeer.com. Promo code again, A-F-L-D-J-Y-H. Um, so we get the big battle um, on the side of a snowy cliff. Um, this is when she comes back and she's one with her chi and she's like, hey, guess what? I'm a badass now. And this was good. This was really, really good. I didn't miss the blood. Like, I was wanting Braveheart style, but uh, it was kind of refreshing. I thought that this was the highlight of the movie, this whole avalanche uh, snow battle. Um, what'd you guys sure. think? Eric, I'll go with you first. What'd you think? Oh, yeah, sure. Listen, this was a one of the scenes, because after watching the animated uh, and knowing it so well, you expect kind of certain things from the movie and one of them was going to be the avalanche scene. it's a big scene it's it's the moment where she r truly defines herself that um she's not only agile and a soldier but she's also very clever and witty and is able to kind of use that environment now in the cartoon it wasn't the whole she she took some munitions from herself from from either her side i think right sarah and then caused the yeah. avalanche on her own took fire was it fire it was like fireworks or something and shot it into the mountain like a mortar the, yeah and the avalanche comes down on the, the huns in that case yeah and so that that was clever how they did that as well too and this it was i don't know it, it got it done and it was a, a great shot it was cool to see um a little kind of you know meh because like the enemy the huns have those guys locked down and they're picking them off with a catapult. Why would you move the catapult? But you know, I, I'm not here to. You know, I'm the. I'm no battle master. You know, like I'm no general. Well, they thought that there was more people. Remember, because she mm -hmm. stole all the helmets. So when they saw all those helmets, or what they thought, you know, were men behind the rocks there, they thought they flanked them. No, no, I, I, I get you. I just wouldn't move a catapult. Uh, no, yeah, you're right. I would have sent soldiers up there to do combat. But not, again, it was a, yeah. it was a good excuse enough. She was able to grab a bunch of helmets and made it seem like there were more than just her. And uh, sure, and then she used the force to um, move the planet. But she also used the force 
by convincing the general to not kill her. Because remember, a woman in the army means death, and he's just like exile. Now, literally, she didn't use the force, but uh, stupid. They should have. <laughs> sh- Seriously, I, uh, again, me being me, he's trying so hard to get more out of this movie. I've been like, hey, you're a woman, death. And like, they're like, you know, not torturing her, but like, you know, taking her to the prison, you know, getting her to like confess or do whatever the heck, you know, get some drama to it. But they're like, no, exile. And then like she walks wondrously in the desert, Wayne's World style, you know, Wayne's World 2. If sure. Nobody got, okay, there we go. I, I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm glad. I'm glad. You know, and then it's like, oh, you know. If you build it, they will come kind of moment. Yeah, there's the no witch. Jim Morrison in this desert trip, okay? No, there's no Jim Morrison, but the Jim Morrison is the witch, and the witch is like, bam, and she's like, okay, so let's just go back. Let's just ignore the exile, and she's like, hey, kill me, but before you kill me, you have to listen and do exactly what I say, and they're like, okay. Like, lazy writing. Lazy. Is it? Like, yeah. that's lazy. She did do a lot of badass things and I would not be far gone to believe that they were or they weren't impressed by that. Sure, but woman They also army, death saved their lives. He well, didn't say that. Why... They didn't say that. Go ahead. No, sorry. but I think it's implied that, you know, instead of killing you, we're just going to banish you from the army. You know, it's it's dishonorable, which is horrible. Uh, for that time, and when she comes back, they're like, well, I guess, you know, the one guy makes the point. We trusted him as whatever the, the male version of Mulan was, uh, uh-huh. and so Wang you should Fong trust Mulan as well. Yeah. Wang Jun. Wang Jun. Wang Jun? Wang Jun? Wang Jun. Wang Jun. I believe. Well, uh, okay, so I guess I'm Okay, I'm on a I'm on an island by myself here on this one, I guess. Well, I just I thought it was lazy writing. I, you know I what it is, though, Jordan it, it, is. It, yeah, I, I'm sorry to cut you off there again, but I again I'm I think I'm this is a moment where I'm comparing it to the cartoon because in the cartoon mm-hmm. it was it was very blatantly obvious uh, because there were scenes where her comrades, her superiors, saw her do the things. Saw well, her then put that the in the acts. movies. Put that in this movie. That's yeah, correct. I I would agree with you on that. Because they didn't well, do it, and in the mo- in the animated, the the love interest is a general, and she saves him during the avalanche, and I think that was one of the reasons that they kept her alive as well. There you go. Um, right. So oh. I think that was kind of implied in this one as too. Hmm. Yeah. No, I I don't like that. I mean, like if that's how it was in the original, then do that. Um, and then if you're going to change it, if you're gonna if you're gonna have the balls enough to change it, then you got to keep on changing. You just can't just just go straight and decide to take a left turn and then, and then go straight again. I mean, like you gotta, you gotta try to add something new to it. And if, since they didn't add in those scenes, like when the original, like you guys were saying of them saying, Oh my gosh, she's a badass. That didn't happen in this movie. So I can only judge this. It's like, ah, just mm-hmm. lazy, weak writing. It's mm-hmm. like, no, no. And then they follow her, you know? And then of course the bad guy, uh, the Han, the Hans, the Hans, yeah, sure. Uh, it's it's the, Khan. It's in the original. It's somebody else in this one. Borokan is his name. Borikan? Borikan? Bori. Borikan? Bori. Borikan. Okay, so then Borikan's whole thing is, okay, tell me tell me if I got the villain. We haven't talked about him. Tell me if I got the villain's plot correct from this movie. So the emperor of China 
in battle killed the bad guy's dad. Mm. So this whole thing is he's going around to different villages, conquering them, recruiting people to join the army to overthrow the emperor because he killed his dad. Is that correct? Yes. That's weak. I, That's I, very weak. Is it? I mean, it's just a story of revenge. Like we've seen it a lot of other times where. Yeah, but the way they know, tell you, it is. You weak. killed my father, prepare to die. Like there's a, there's a few different examples of that in, in movies. Of course. I mean, all of Tarantino's movies are about revenge, but Tarantino does it interesting in a new way and creatively. This it's a dude, kid's movie, man. Like, again, uh, keep on telling. I have to. I feel like I'm reminding you just because. You're asking a lot of this movie. It's it's a kid's movie. It doesn't have to be anything. Like, why does anybody do anything? All of these bad guys for world domination. Like, that's just what the thing. He wants to take over the not only for for vengeance, but uh, he wants to take over everything as well. Okay, but okay. So here's my issue, and I, and I'll guess I put a pin in this segment of it. Is that the reason why I have such a gripe with it? Is because I remember the promotional materials. This was on our schedule last year before COVID hit. Like, this was announced a long time ago, and they were saying this was going to be realistic. No Mushu, no singing. Like, like this is going to be true uh, to, to Chinese lore. Like, like that was – that's what was sold. If you go back and watch the trailers, that's what they were hinting on. So I'm going into this, not seeing the original animated movie, expecting something completely different. And I just keep on saying to myself, I, I guess you're right, Eric. It's like, okay – I guess this is a kids' movie. Uh, forget uh, heavy drama and an interesting storytelling. Um, I like the world. I'm digging some of the characters, but uh, weak, just weak. I'm, I'm so sorry the- you feel that way. Jason Scott Lee was in Time Cop, so maybe this movie was just him as uh, uh, Ryan Chan being stuck in time. You know? Did you really just bring up Time Cop? Yeah, I like Jason Scott Lee, okay? Did you see the sequel? Uh, yo, no, no, I did not know. It's the guy who plays Luke Kang in the first Mortal Kombat movie. Um, okay, so ending battle between uh, the villain and Mulan. Um, not bad. I actually enjoyed the battle. I thought it was uh, edge of your seat. I really enjoyed what they did. They did more than just standard sword fights. And uh, I actually kind of dug it. Sarah, what did you think of the ending battle? I mm, I was irritated about it in certain ways. Uh, so this the bad guy has captured the emperor, tied him to a essentially a cross at the top of this wooden tower, and then goes back to the bottom to question mark. What is he doing down there? When set it on fire? I I don't know. Uh, and then yes, the, the fight was cool. Uh, I have a problem in general when there are fight scenes with women and they have their long flowing hair in the breeze. Uh, like, no, you are pulling that shit back and that's not a thing. Uh, but the the sword fighting, the fighting with the bamboo, it was all very cool. Um, you know, the emperor catching the, the arrow. Uh, very, very interesting. The so. wings scenes? Or? Oh, the wings. Oh, God. Don't oh, God. My wife even said that too. I was like, "Well, that's really stupid," and she was, yes. "That's pretty bad." It is so played out. They did it with Daenerys in Game of Thrones. They did it here. They do it all the time. Maybe the first time it was cool, but now it is just overdone. And I, 
just feels so contrived every time I see it now. Metaphor. And Sarah, Sarah, the reason why she has to have her long flowing hair in a battle is to show the audience that she's a woman. Yeah. No, it doesn't. I, she again. She cut her hair in the cartoon, right? Like that was the one thing she, that did. she did before going. She to cut camp. her hair in the cartoon. Yeah, yeah, it's a big thing. She's why did Christina she cut Aguilera. her hair? Oh my she's, god! She's blaring reflection and chops off her hair. She didn't. She did that in the cartoon. I gotta watch mm-hmm. the cartoon because the cartoon seems like a better movie than this. I mean, yes. that's what I would she agree. Did. Oh yeah. my god! Really? Because again, to go to the beginning of the show tonight, I was like, she looks like a woman. It, it, okay. Wow. The cartoon knows what it's doing. I will. I will actually admit as well too that uh, this ending always gets me teary-eyed. But in the cartoon, I think it's a, a little bit more emotional just because mm-hmm. of the. There's a little bit more symbolism, symbolic uh, kind of a uh, shown between her and her father. Mm-hmm. Really, just gets you teary-eyed. Oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, most Disney movies do. Really? No, I'm not gonna. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, this one, and I don't know. During Coco, I, I was just a little, oh, God. Nobody Coco can did it for go me. out of Coco with a straight face and say that that was not teary. And I will agree with you on Coco. <laughs> but, but the ending on this is not justified because, I'm sorry, it was not justified, was not earned because that's who the father was in the beginning of the movie anyway. He had no growth. I think I still may have compared this to the original, because the, the well, there you go. The part again is like the the whole movie, uh, especially in this one, it's highlighted that to dishonor your family is a fate worse than death. And this entire movie, she is well uh, gone under the, the this this kind of uh, guise that she's dis- disabled or just dis- completely dishonored her family because mm-hmm. she's faking and, and being an imposter of of uh, a son instead of a daughter and. It's a, it's very sensitive for her. It's a big thing, you know, and obviously it, it's claimed a virtue at the end of the movie, but her to go home um, and for the all the awards that the emperor could give her, for her to, for it to mean nothing, for the one thing that would mean something is for her father, you know, to, mm-hmm. to, to give her the old add-a-girl type of thing is really worth more to that than anything that she could have gotten. That That's a big part of it. I think it's very symbolic. Yeah, but then... Answer go ahead, to go sir. home without the sword that she has lost her father's sword that has right. the, the three whatever's um, virtues virtues thank you the three virtues on it you know that was a big deal that was his sword the honor of the family and it's gone now okay i i, I really wish i seen the cartoon first then because I'm happy you didn't. I, I like I we, we got a fresh take, but um, I think you'd like the cartoon. I know that there's music in it, too, but I don't know. Maybe you'll like Donny Osmond. We all do. Oh, God, no. He he sings? Boy, does he sing. Probably one of the greatest Disney songs of all time. Are you getting down to business? Oh, there it is. Oh, my. They had a lot of <laughs> Easter eggs in this, Jordan. Uh, oh, especially they the really part, did. It was great. Uh, when the... Uh, um, the drill sergeant said, "We're gonna, I'm going to make a man out of you, or all of you. Like, that's at that moment where you just go, yay. Why is that a he yay said moment? It. He said it. Because there's, like, the, the I think 
other than Christina Aguilera's reflection, the uh, Make a Man Out of You is probably the other most known song from that movie. Uh, and it is very catchy. And they do call back to it at some point in the fight or in the training scenes where he's like, you must be swift as the coursing river. And I'm like, oh, yeah. All right. Let's, let's right. sing this song, guys. Huh. I just keep on going back to uh, the theme song to Orgasmo, Now You're a Man. But OK. No, it's nothing like that. <laughs> Sounds like it. No, no, you're a man. No, not like that. This is a it's definitely. It's a lot more. It's like, uh, like Sarah said, it's very catchy. I, I'd say that I'll, I can say with confidence that it's probably in a lot of people's top five for the in, in, for the catalog. You know, top five. Wow. Well, yeah, because you have um, uh, uh, what's the the Ariel's big hit? Her ballad. Pretty I can't think of it. Yeah. A whole new world, like that's a big one, right? No, a uh, whole new world is Aladdin. Part of your world. Or I'm sorry, over. part of your world. I'm sorry. A whole, and a whole new world from Aladdin is probably a big one as well too. If these are mm -hmm. big songs that have carried on through generations, you know, uh, be our guest. Everyone knows mm -hmm. that, you know. Even mm -hmm. if you maybe haven't even seen the movie, and I really do think that uh, "Make a Man Out of You" is probably one, if if not for families, but definitely for like the the younger boys, probably. I can speak to that mm. personally, just because it's, it stood out. You know, it's not the princess one. It's it's the tough guy one. Street no, Rat's also said, another good one, too, by the way. Before we get into pop grains, I actually found what you were saying interesting, Eric, because you and I are different in age, but not too far off, maybe just by a couple of years. But in 1998, I was 11. When this movie came out, this had no interest to me at all. I was 11 years old. I was into WWF and... And 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 aliens and and stuff like that, like yeah, two younger sisters. I didn't really have a choice. Okay, I I, even, I guess that's the price you pay for being an only. Even child. as an eleven-year-old, twelve-year-old girl, when this came out, this is not one of my top movie Disney movies. Uh, oh, interesting. Not at all. Uh, it's actually fairly low. I I like the music. Uh, I just don't care for for the rest of it. Sure. Hmm. Wait a minute. This is ninety-eight, right? Yeah. Gina Bottle was 99. Oh, this was before she was famous. What? Uh, oh, no, no, no. She did Reflection in this movie, Jordan, not in... Uh, I know that. I know, but in 98, Reflections was the song. And in 99 was Gina in a Bottle. So, like, this was, like, before, like, her big debut. That's she, what I'm getting at. Okay. Because uh, yeah. it was a year after, you know. Did she do the original in 98? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. That's uh, what I'm somebody, saying. That, yeah. Yeah. Somebody else sings it during the movie, but she does the end credits version. Oh, maybe that's that's and the music video. And the music video. I I actually I remember the music video. Eleven year old mm -hmm. Jordan remembers that thing. Well, I, was I guess hot. better better her than I don't know Vanessa Williams. I guess doing it. There you go. There you go. All right. Well, let's get into our popcorn ratings here. Eric, let's go with you first, but let's have our guess always go last. We always do that. What would be your popcorn rating for 2020's Mulan? I had the day to think about this. I had been on the fence um, ever since we had talked about this in the morning, going kind of back and forth. Ultimately, hands down to it, I enjoyed the movie. I really did. It's not overly special. It doesn't compare, in my opinion, to the cartoon but as a standalone, it works. 
Um, it, the PG-13 gives it kind of more of the young adult rather than it being the kids. So I think it's a good separation between uh, the two the two movies so you don't have to compare completely. Um, a lot of the reviews really shit on this movie and I can understand why. I'm really not going to champion for it. But it's it's a simple movie. It's basic. I give it a medium bag, especially if you have a family. I'm not going to go do this to see this one by myself. Um, I probably wouldn't make this uh, if this if theaters were a thing. I probably wouldn't make this a date movie either. Um, mm-hmm. You know, this is probably a, this is more of an at home Netflix kind of a rental movie for for that. But you know, it it for what it was trying to do, I think it worked. Um, it didn't overcomplicate it. It made a lot of good Easter eggs, and um, there are a lot of things to argue about it. Sure, I get it, but uh, again, it was just a fun ride overall. So I give it a medium. Um, it was close. I was close to giving it a small with like some extra fixins and butter and crap on it, but no, I, I feel confident and feel good about a medium. I myself, I'm going to give it a medium, but probably for different reasons. I'm actually really glad I saw this and not seeing the animated uh, film first, like. Because I came at this with not knowing the story at all. And uh, I've shared my opinions and my gripes throughout this episode of why I, I feel one way or the other with it. Um, I think it deserves a medium bag. It's it's not a bad movie. We have seen worse in movie, guys. I have seen worse in my own personal life. Eric, I'm sure you've seen a lot worse in your personal life. So it's it's not bad. It's just not great. I think a medium bag is justified. Sarah, how about you? What is your popcorn rating for Mulan? It is a solid medium bag for me. I did not have high hopes going into it being yet another Disney live-action remake Uh uh, because I have hated, I think, every single one up to this point. Um, But I I enjoyed it. I liked all the callbacks, you know, the the musical uh, numbers kind of subtly thrown in there. Um, And so, yeah, medium bag for me. Medium bag across the board. Next week, we are going to be coming back with our 90s horror series for the year with The Haunting with Owen Wilson. That's going to be great, right, Eric? That's going to be amazing. Excited for that, yeah. I hope hope Sarah joins us for that one because she said she hasn't seen it in a long time, and I want to hear her heart break on air. Like just, oh, this movie was cool when I was a girl. Oh, boy. I just want to hear it destroyed. That's sick, I know, but that movie's terrible. That movie's absolutely terrible. (laughs) Keeping the opinions uh, to yourself right now. Yep, just just saving it. Bottle that up. Yeah. All right, everybody, thank you so much for joining us for this most recent episode. You know, thank you again, like always. Of course, check us out on all the social media platforms and also movieguyspodcast.podbean.com. And we'll be back next week for The Haunting. Have a good night.